0: This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with nonstop passion and nonstop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show. and gentlemen. It's episode 62 of the Lingaholics podcast. It's finally here. Um, there's been uh, quite the chain of events since our last episode in mid-January, the last time that we recorded. And this is... I'm gonna give my interpretation of what happened. The guys can chime in after and see if I'm on the mark. On the mark, but we put out the episode mid-January, and we didn't really know that. You know, our podcast, long-form podcast, so you got to have lots of time. We didn't know um, we got a lot of fans amongst the truckers. You guys heard of the truckers the truckers so i don't know what you're talking about i mean about. In the following week went by and all the truckers were like yo where's the where's the podcast like we got lots of time in our trucks we got these long drives where's the lingaholics podcast and we we kind of were messing up we didn't have an episode out and the truckers got really upset and they're like, we want a podcast from the Lingaholics. We are driving straight to Ottawa, from Calgary to Ottawa, or from wherever you came from, until we get a new episode of the Lingaholics podcast. And it got pretty intense. I don't know if guys, everyone saw the news here in Canada, that, Like people honking away in Ottawa, people losing sleep. Where are the Lingaholics? And we were just dropping the ball completely. And it got to a point, it got to such a point, our prime minister, there was roadblock, there everything. He's like, you know what? I'm calling an emergencies act till the next to get the Lingaholics to record an episode. So we had the, the first time since 50 years, uh big emergency, no Lingaholics podcast episode. They thought we were going to put an episode out. Uh, JT, Justin Tr- Trudeau dropped the, dropped his uh, emergencies act, but no episode, no episode. So it turns out Vladimir Putin also big fan of the Lingaholics podcast. He speaks. Uh, like JT speaks English and French and Putin speaks German, Russian. I think his English is not great. I think he speaks English. He speaks English. He speak, English. He speak English? Okay. So he's, he's a Lingaholic, right? So he wants a, he wants an episode. He's like, you know what? Ian's got Ukrainian heritage. I'm going to attack the Ukraine. Cause I want a Lingaholic's podcast episode. <laughs> 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 Here we are. Just not putting an episode just causing the entire world to go topsy-turvy. Um, <laughs> I heard Sweco in your homeland, in your country, they were flying into your airspace. Everyone asking, where is the Langholics podcast? So guess what, folks? Quit asking. It's here. Enough uproar. We're we back. are back. Uh, the languages are alive and well. Um, stay in the course. That's... Um, Oh, and I also caught that virus somewhere in there in that whole timeline that I was just describing. So we're back. Lots has happened since the last episode, and people have been upset. People have been a little emotional. So um, that's we're here my to take. Save the world. We're here, here to calm, to the calm world. everyone I mean, down. Yeah, I mean, also yeah. within our, we've had a lot of stuff just happening in our own personal lives too. So I mean, that's why reason people are going just chill out because there's always there's just stuff happening. I mean, I got a fat bike recently. Um, really you didn't tell do us you that. guys no, yeah you know did. that? well that's that's a big life event i think when a man hits his mid-30s and buys a fat bike but how about you guys how about okay enough from senor explain the chaotic situation that the world goes into when we don't <laughs> record a podcast how crazy everyone gets so okay a was my analysis accurate and b like Okay, I got a fat bite. Can you guys top that for big life events the, the, the happening with you guys? Okay, uh, well, I can okay. start. Right, um, Am I Your
1: your recounting of the events of the last two months, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's <laughs> thank like, you. I think it was that's on the Exactly mark. why things have panned out the way that they are. <laughs>
0: idea i think
1: like yeah like the like uh us putting out a podcast like that me that is needed (laughs) to maintain order and balance in the
0: the universe yeah there's uh the force is yeah there's a what's that star wars like there's a disruption in the force yeah like that's that's
1: the the prophecy is that the lingaholics (laughs) will bring balance to the force right
0: right so just saying there's consequences when we don't put out yeah episodes but... And
1: um regarding your your life change uh I think I can top you by Oh really? uh moving back to oh. my home country with uh my girlfriend so
0: Okay. All um, right. I mean yeah. no, That's that's a bit bigger than a fat bike. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I've uh just been preparing for that. It's kind of snuck up on me because yeah uh like you said like yeah it's been like six or seven weeks since we've recorded a podcast episode it's been quite a long time and not only have like the world events just been totally crazy for the past couple months but also like in my personal life too like um i had uh well i had my started with my birthday and then uh went on vacation and then the past month i was like just working my ass off like (laughs) like at this at my final month at this job it was like uh monday wednesday friday i was working literally all day and then uh tuesday thursday i was working uh regular hours so it was like it was it was a lot and then um so i didn't have much time for languages honestly uh this past month i i did as much as i could but i mean in the little free time that i had like i had to do some other like random life errand things right so that That really ate away at my time. So um, I was kind of just working on getting by through uh, February and I survived. I got through on the other side and now uh, here I am and just organizing everything and getting ready to go home. Uh, Before I go home uh, on Wednesday, uh, I will be going with my girlfriend to uh, Jeju Island uh, for those of you who don't know where that is, it's like uh, it's it's a it's an island just south of Korea, and it's basically like their version of Hawaii. Just uh, it's not really as warm in the winter because obviously South Korea is a little farther north. But uh, so we're not going to be sun tanning on the beaches, but uh, it's going to be a nice vacation. There's a lot of nice scenery there. Uh, going to do a bit of hiking, lots of good nature to see there, and uh yeah so we're gonna be there for about six days i think and then we got a day in seoul to finalize everything and tie all our loose knots and then uh and then we're off on saint patrick's day to canada to start our new adventure
0: the next adventure that's exciting man
1: yeah so um yeah that's that's about all i got um so i'll throw it over to sweco What's going on right. with you? have had no, I don't think
0: I don't think anything's been happening with so I might be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I might no, be a
2: crazy February, man. A crazy <laughs> February. It's been uh it's been a lot for me. It's honestly been a little over a little overwhelming, but yeah, uh yeah. I've been I've been uh extraordinarily busy and uh I've done a lot of things in a lot of different dimensions. Many um, dimensions, yes. yeah so first of all let's start um starting the beginning of the month i've been very busy working on this project right uh Uh, dealing with a bunch of deadlines and then a couple weeks ago i had um the opportunity to go and do a site visit in new brunswick for work um Uh so what i did is that i drove up to vermont first where my girlfriend at the time lived um and then yada 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 things led to another i got engaged
0: um, <laughs> by accident okay. yeah just okay like you fell off a cliff or something yeah don't even don't even yeah man was like reaching your pocket oh there's a ring here yeah oh maybe i, I should there? maybe i should give this to, to yeah her.
2: so I, I i went and bought myself a nice uh, ring uh, that i that i uh that i was able to to hand hey, off now a beautiful fiancé that uh, gets to come here to wonderful Ontario and live with me in a couple months, Let's which is very it. nice. Let's do it. Very happy man. Yeah, man. Um, but anyway, after that, I, I continued my little drive over to through um, New England, New Hampshire, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, and crossed the border back into Canada. So that's the second border crossing in february i go in there roll up to the border and the guy is like you've been selected for a cold random COVID 19 test oh, no. i was like jesus christ Man, so I, there's anyway, war in Ukraine. I take this freaking test i take it back with me and it's so stupid they have it they have you like fill out this app and then all of a sudden this girl pops up on my screen and, and like is supposed to manage or like supervise me taking this test on myself and she's like, "Okay part the test into your left nostril and hold it there for fifteen right. seconds, like wait, 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 my yeah. left, your left, what was <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, <laughs> and then like into the other nostril and then into the, you gotta follow like all the instructions. It took me like an hour to do after that, you have to like drop it off in front of your house and 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 mind you, I'm staying at like a hotel, so I have to like go down to the hotel receptionist and tell them like, okay, I'm gonna drop this uh parcel." Uh, outside of the door, like don't take it or anything. The the correlator guy is going to come it's in and, drug and pick it up. Or yeah, it looks super <laughs> sketchy, right? So I go and here's, do that. Here's the coordinates. I go and do that, and <laughs> then then I stay in New Brunswick for a week. After that, I don't get my result back back. But after that, I drive back into the United States and through back to Vermont, spend the, the weekend at my fiance's place. And then drive back into Canada. And then, like, yesterday, I've been in Canada for another week. I've been back, like, this is two weeks yeah, after I did a my bit. test. And and <sighs> yesterday, in the middle of the night, I got my freaking test result back and I was negative. And they're like, you can now enter, or like, you can now, <laughs> I don't know, stop socially distancing <laughs> or whatever.
1: Unbelievable. Now, unbelievable. in fairness
0: to the government, they've been a little busy.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've been a little busy. <laughs> just saying
0: in their defense in their defense i mean they've got like four covid tests might have been down the list
1: yeah they've Um, got like uh like ukraine war trucker protest emergency act inflation (laughs) sweco
0: pcr (laughs) test you were on the list Ah, not saying you weren't on the list
2: (laughs) and anyway i roll back into canada and the guy at the border is like Holy smokes. I've never seen someone cross the borders this this much. (laughs) I I go back and forth like once or twice a month. Uh, Plus, I went to Sweden a couple months ago and everything. But then these guys were giving me a hard time because I I entered. I went back into Canada strategically on the Monday because that was the first day when you can do like the antigen test. So I went and I found a free antigen test in Niagara, New York, like Niagara Falls on the New York side. And it that's was all not like, as
0: cool as a free pcr test though.
2: that is that's true but it's a lot less legit too so like some lady just filled out a piece of paper with like a pencil right that said but it's like, like here's once 20 once bucks bucks off. Yeah. right right it was free, it was 100% free. it's 100 free it's free free it's free but the guy was like how do i know that you didn't do this because it was like in pencil and everything i was like because why would i do it? like i wouldn't do it. like that's stupid like they do these for free at the, the niagara department of health or whatever and they're like oh like i hate that we're doing this now like we should just go back to the pcr test it's so much better <laughs> yeah it also costs like 150 dollars
0: americano yeah.
2: americanos
0: unless you so do the like Walgreens test Yeah.
2: um anyway yeah i'm happy i'm happy that things are going in the right direction here in terms of of uh, getting rid of these restrictions um these stupid restrictions the 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 border strict. i'm not I'm, i've never been i've not been a big fan of the the border ones because i don't think they they actually help at all in in um mm-hmm. um avoiding tra- covid transmission at all and all these very expensive covid tests that they make you take are just annoying
1: oh yeah it's ridiculous yeah, so. some good news for me though is like I mean this is like kind of good news for me is that the government of Canada just scrapped uh mandatory PCR tests for also from flying from abroad. So right. uh when I come back I I just need to get like a, a rapid antigen test. But I still need to like go to a, a hospital and like book an appointment to do that, which is like
2: are you sure they don't do that at airports at the airport? Because they do that at most airports now.
0: It'd be wise
1: if they did. I, I, Yeah, it's worth looking into. I'm sure they do. because I'm sure they do. Because sure they, they,
2: they do it, Cody, yeah. at every single major airport I've been to. Yeah, okay. I,
1: yeah, I'll look into that. Um, One more
2: thing, Cody. That. That you have to do it within 24 hours now. Because the PCR test yeah, is I know. three days yeah. and, and the rapid test is 24 hours.
1: So, like, I think it's easy with the rapid test. You could probably just go to the airport a little bit early, get the test, and then just go on your flight.
2: flight. That's what I did when I flew to the States a couple months ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait. Oh, because yeah. Okay. I. The states just use the anti the rapid antigen one, right? When you they flew do there. they do it when you fly,
2: not when you drive. Though they don't care when you drive. you just got to show your uh. You just gotta be double vaxxed to drive, in that's in it. the
0: states. You needed the the rapid antigen, but to come back to Canada, you need PCR, right?
2: Not anymore. Now in Canada, you need not anymore. Ant- not
0: anymore. Before, but you said two months ago when you flew.
2: Yeah, two, month, two months ago, but that was going to, to the U.S. And the U.S. still, they, they want you to be tested when you fly in. You need to With, test before you
0: fly which, in. Which one, though? Any one you want. Oh, okay. So you can do the cheap one. hmm Yeah. Yeah, no, boys. It's uh, it's a bit of a culture change because here in the provinces, uh, Alberta. Even the master gone now as of March 1st. Yeah. And uh, I was out at an old establishment in... City of Calgary yesterday for a Latin night, and place was bopping. DJ was pumping the music a little too loud, but whatever. <laughs> we were too excited. Back. We were back a little excited. We were not day.
2: used to it, obviously.
0: You uh, you hadn't well, been no no when you have to like yell two feet to the person in front of you. It's like all right, this place yeah, is a that's a loud. bit loud. It's a little loud. Let's just dance. Let's quit talking. Let's just dance um but there's it's just a culture so you could just there's like a mood switch yeah you just feel it it's just in the air Everyone's i think like, it's
1: gonna take a while to to really adjust to that and know, man.
0: people are pretty eager people are pretty eager yeah but uh, still like there's gonna not be everyone not people. everyone no no yeah, yeah of course yeah for sure
1: and i think but. uh i know especially for me coming back like um it's almost gonna be like A huge culture shock because here in korea there's no signs of any kind of restriction thaw
0: right that's a good like it's life
1: is still very restricted here and there's no there's like no talk of really like letting anything go so i like i don't know when they're just gonna i don't know when they're gonna let go of the restrictions here this might just be the new this literally might just be the new normal for korea
2: not in the states. The state they already got rid of everything there. Yeah, in like all states too. Yeah, Even so
1: coming New back York. to Canada for me is gonna be like, it's so that's almost gonna be a culture shock in and of itself. Like just so, with COVID.
0: So what would be shocking? Like more than four people at a table in a restaurant. Just like or? normal life. <laughs> just, like okay, any yeah. okay, interesting, interesting, right? Yeah, like I, that's curious to compare to compare notes of different countries yeah.
1: and like seeing no because ma- here like as soon as you step outside like everyone is wearing a mask
0: right yeah. so that's Forget gonna be really
1: strange like going back not
0: home anymore home and like just seeing nobody no Ontario's wearing getting rid of the
2: mask mandate <laughs> right
0: no i think it's to be honest once you like everyone's out of the mask too it's like a, oh whoa whoa like right this is what we all used to do Prior to two years ago, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have this garment on you, so
2: yeah. I mean, everyone yeah, kind of honestly, I'm not a fan of the masks, I'm really not. I really don't, yeah, like man. Them.
0: Like, this, whatever, man, it's
2: do what you and want it's to pain, do and it's painful opinion. when you have to go back to it. It's like I was in when I was in the US, it's like everything's normal, and then going back to Ontario, and it's like, oh, going to the grocery store, right. it's like, oh,
0: right, yeah, yeah, I mean everywhere seemed to have its own pace and you know policies yeah,
1: but hey it seems like COVID is being quite overshadowed by other events happening in
0: the world like <laughs> yeah COVID's was... in the
1: past man
0: Slava yeah, Ukraina, Ukraina. ukraine uh yeah big news big news i mean <laughs> i was being i was trying to do a bit at the start of the show there but yeah it's uh i mean it's, it's pretty surreal I mean, I have relatives there. It's not like we're not like, particularly close. Like somebody is not contact day to day basis. But family that I met when I went there five years ago. And yeah, it's pretty wild to think. It's kind of wild to think a place that you've been to is now like under attack. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like when i was there in ukraine i didn't i hadn't i didn't really i was only there for a week so it's not like super long time oh,
2: you were you never did you go to kiev
0: yeah yeah but you just you never had an idea like just imagine like calgary is being bombarded right now like you just be like oh yeah like all that normal stuff that i saw and things that i was doing like i guess i was super vulnerable you know it wasn't like i was in this fortress or something before like really really vulnerable. So just trying to like there's whole political and everything angles which we can get into like the like there's a lot of angles like there's language angles to be found in all this but just like i just like the it's it's just like the real people that i met out there i just hope they're doing well i hope yeah i know they're putting up a yeah. fight too so that uh that helps too There. uh it's interesting because if
2: you want to talk about the languages it's interesting because even the russian parts of Ukraine are fighting like hell. So See, it's this not is what, okay, I gotta like play like because U- Devils advocate. Because you say rush. What do you mean, Russian parts? Kharkiv. Kharkiv. Kharkiv okay, is predominantly or or like nine yeah, percent Russian, and they're fighting like bloody hell.
0: Right. So are they Russian per se? Like
2: no, they're Russian speaking.
0: All of Ukraine is Russian-speaking, essentially. No, but though. they're they're like, predominantly I mean.
2: Russian-speaking as a first language. Like that's yeah, the spoken yeah. Language.
0: Okay, there we go. Okay, that's what, like yeah, and like this is one I'd like to have my friend Leon because the nuances. But yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's where I don't know if like languages per se matters because Putin has used that pretext for a long time about protecting Russians slash Russian speakers.
1: He claimed there was a Uh, genocide happening.
0: Yeah, in that that part of Ukraine. But like that argument's been used since 2014 in the Euromaidan movement, right? Like it's always been a pretext. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like Kharkiv is fighting like hell, but like,
2: what's wait? What's that sound? Is that yeah? What is that
1: sound? Is that you, Cody? That's my washing machine. Sorry. All good. All good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, Quit the laundry's yeah. getting done. Staying fresh, staying clean. Yeah, but, but it's
2: not it's not just it's not just that the people that want that speak Russian and want to speak Russian want to be liberated by Russia. They don't want to be a part of Russia. It mm-hmm. seems like mm-hmm. they want they like being in their own country. Like they, they want their yeah, they, like the Ukrainian even though they prefer to speak Russian.
0: Right. So that's what I mean. It's an interesting, Uh huh. I think that's, it's like saying, yeah, I'm an English speaker, but I don't want to be part of like Great Britain. Like I don't have. Well, it's not really like that. It's more like speaking English. Am I not? Imagine,
2: no, it's more like this. Imagine if France were to invade Canada and Quebec being like, no, we actually want to be a part of Canada. We don't want to be a part of France. That's right, kind of what it's like.
0: Right. But at the same time, Quebec will be like, but we also don't want to just give up our. Yeah, but we. Yeah, exactly. We well, still want to be right? Quebec in Canada, but we yes. don't want to be a part of freaking France. Yeah, no, no, totally. So that's what I mean. It's a, It's like a nation state trying to claim uh, linguistic and cultural identity. Mm-hmm. But I think we're seeing a flat out refute. Like it's a refutation of that idea like it's kind of it's absurd idea like like great britain can go to all its old colonies and be like hey you're english speakers so you know we can go to kenya again and just take over kenya yeah um
2: yeah it's it is crazy uh, i think it is crazy
0: but i i think it's really interesting um part because i think the french uh a few languages you could do this with spanish I mean, what, okay. If I say like, what's something of French culture? What might you think of right away? Just by me saying French culture, what might you, what might come to mind? Baguette. Me? Okay. Okay. okay baguette. Anything else? Uh,
2: le caracol.
0: Le caracol. Okay. I mean, Caracoles. okay. I'm thinking, okay. I like French language culture. Expand out like, don't just stick to France. Oh, um, Le, le Poutine, Le Wave, oui, Le Le Mont, ah, uh-huh, oui, exactly. <laughs> le Tabernacle, there's like a distinct French Quebecois identity, uh huh. All right, so this is like, yes, I guess France was the initial cradle of that language, but then it like it stretched out. Now you have France, Quebecois, Le Cajun, Haitian, Congolese. Um, polynesian france like it'd be absurd for france to claim any kind of like authority or like hmm. statehood yeah over like you're gonna take back cote d'ivoire so all i'm saying is like so there's russian there's this the scholar timothy schneider he made this argument a while back and it made sense to me he he basically said for russian I think there's already been happening. He thinks that like, that same kind of thing has to happen for the Russian language and Russian culture. Because mm-hmm. think about ex-Soviet states. Like, do we have this? Like, what's isn't Kazakhstan a, a pretty high percentage of people of Kazakhstan speak Russian? By yeah. Pe- well, oh, yeah, in all, in all, of, all of the
1: former Soviet countries. All of the former like union, yeah.
0: People in
2: Tajikistan.
0: Tajikistan is back speak Russian. Uzbekistan. yeah so is russia gonna like claim the speakers of Uz- the russian speakers of uzbekistan they might if i learn russian is putin gonna be like hey <laughs> you're with me now I'm like no nah, Yeah, man. maybe if like all of alberta
2: does it I,
0: right but it's just absurd
2: no i think i, th- faced, I agree, but agree, agree, agree but it's interesting i think but that's his claim. His, his only claim is that, well, you guys speak my language, so you should be part of the Russian Empire.
0: Yeah. But what's he... Like, he's obviously, there's like, a historical nostalgia thing there. We
2: used to be the same country, and you guys speak my language, so you should be a part but of my country. same country
0: multiple times, like Russian Empire, Soviet Union.
1: Also, there's the whole, like, security
0: argument. Oh, no, like, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's true, because NATO is obviously going to
0: invade Russia. Right. But a big pretext that he does use has a language cultural element to it, which is we are protecting the Russian speakers. But what? They're going to protect, like, there's a Russian community in New York City. He's going to claim an enclave there. I mean, I just think it's such an absurd argument. Now, what, what the people themselves want is that, I mean, that's interesting. Like, the people in those Donbass, Luhansk areas, Crimea. I mean, Crimea apparently really wanted to go back to Russia.
2: Yeah, I so mean, I'm some not people. it's not saying, saying it's... Completely homogenous, the opinions of Russia. Like, obviously, some people look right. at this as the Russians being liberators. You know what I mean? Like, some yeah. people yeah. have that opinion. Right. But not right, all people, totally. I mean, the vast
0: majority of people want their own country. Which happens to be this Ukraine. And I think Ukraine right now is representing more than just like Ukraine language. It's I, it's offering something to them that they definitely know Russia is not going to give them. Right. Hence why like they are fighting like hell. And right. yeah, I haven't been covering it like minute to minute, but yeah, like right. Kharkiv fighting yeah, like hell yeah fighting
2: like hell but the in thing the... is though it the thing is though that ukraine is very polarized like west versus east is is very very different like you go to lviv, yes and, like nine out of ten people want to join the eu in you where know, sorry in, in lviv
0: yes yeah yeah yeah
2: but then it's not really like that it's like they don't necessarily want to join russia but it's like they don't want to be a part of the eu correct or, um uh, contrarian i guess yeah
0: and, and that's why i always i west. and i always kind of liked that idea that ukraine would kind of remain this like allure non-aligned buffer country if that makes any sense they're not eu they're not nato they're not russia they're just their own little thing like but not- that
1: can't happen power hates a vacuum
0: but it—I mean, it's—it's it's sort of been happening until yeah, recently. But it, that can't
1: happen forever.
2: But it just sucks for okay. the fair enough, fair enough for the yeah. Westerners because, like Lviv, the Lviv people, for example, they want to be a part of the of capitalism, of democracy, of of uh, of the West, but they can't because yeah, it's so politically it's... like Russia just comes after them every time they try. I mean, people forget that this exact thing happened in Georgia in 2008. That is 100% Georgia, true. George Georgia wanted to become a part of the EU, and they were even talking yes. about becoming a part of NATO. And what happened was that was that Russia the Georgia
0: Georgia wanted to become part of NATO.
2: Yep, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I just don't want to give out. And they facts said here. that it might have just been the EU, or maybe it was NATO as well. I don't remember, yeah. but they were they wanted to 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 do that. And Russia said, no freaking way, not happening. And they invaded the country within right. like a couple weeks of that being a thing. So this is just straight out of Putin's playbook. Like he's already done this before. We've seen this before. It's not. Yeah. No. And he, he he's arguably the same thing again.
0: Well, he's doing like a reverse revolution. I mean that that was the, the very unique thing. You go to Ukraine, like everyone calls the what happened in 2013, 2014 a revolution. They call it the revolution of dignity. Mm-hmm. Like the Euromaidan. So up until then, I mean there there was also the orange revolution in 2004 in Ukraine. Wasn't um, that 14? Or was that four? 2004, The orange mm-hmm. one. That was when the opposition party. 14 led, was Crimea. Well, Crimea is attached to the Euromaidan like, in terms of, like, chronological events. But, I mean, the point is, Putin... Look, in my case, we're going to do a little bit of geopolitical analysis on here in Link Hawks. I don't mind it. Um, The, like, Belarus is a vessel state of Russia. There's no argument there. Like, Lukashenko is just a Putin puppet. Essentially, yeah. Essentially. I mean, someone who's more steeped in the region might bicker with details but um that's what yanukovych was too uh, up until the year of my done i mean i don't think to the same extent which as... was 2014 yes and he flee, and that's why if everyone goes watch great documentary on netflix winter on fire i just watched that a actually a grids, few days ago. yeah it
1: was it, i yeah, had no idea how big it was
0: yeah yeah it was um they had a convoy pretty pretty fun to see um uh, like, yeah, been, like, man, like the the police brutality, the Berkut security forces that were beating up Ukrainians, and when I was in Ukraine, dude, Lee they
1: shot the- people.
0: Oh yeah, man, yeah, no, they no, no, killed no. people, brutality. No, I've I don't know the total victim number, but like Lee took me to the the main square in Kiev. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Kiev. Kiev. Our friend Lee, who was on <laughs> episode eight. Kiev. He's been doing radio hits on. He's been doing radio Houston. hits on the pronunciation of Kiev, because if you say Kiev, super Russian. Yeah, I know. Also, been, I've been everyone... noticing
2: that even like CNN. Yeah. Now I'm watching CNN, and they're over there. Yeah. Kiev. Kiev, Kiev. They don't say yeah. Kiev anymore. It's like Kiev, right? It's Which just kind of funny because like all of a sudden it does play into like
0: the Ukrainian. Ukrainian's a bit softer language than Russian, too. So Kind of. Plays in, like with the vowels too. Um, or then Lee's, he did a hit on Vancouver radio. You say Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that it's uh, the, the Ukraine. is like referring to like a region of another country. Yeah,
2: the Ukraine was the region of the Soviet Union.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
2: the Ukrainian region. I mean, of the Union. Yeah. yeah, but um, shit, where were we? Um, yeah, that's the point. What we just said—that's the point. Well, you were you were talking about uh, Kiev,
0: Kiev. Yeah, it is in Kiev. So that revolution there, yeah, that was a real thing. So what I see Russia doing right now—I mean, there's a lot of depends how macro or micro you want to get with it—but I just see it. He's like he's trying to reverse what happened in 2014, the path that they were set upon. But it might be having a ironic effect of see i've heard now there's a lot of news i haven't been keeping up up like minute to minute like i heard the ukraine did apply oh i just said it sorry ukraine ukraine applied for eu application is that correct yeah but then that's not going to happen to me right okay so that's more symbolic symbolic yeah so, i mean you, there's whole world war Three things with nato getting involved and
2: no yeah, we we'll Maybe stuff, maybe this so. is the last podcast of I mean, this right. is the last Hawks like podcast. We history. talked about
0: do we want to do Thursday or Friday? Like, let's do it tonight. We'll
2: I'm gonna have guess. to go home to the motherland of fight.
0: What's happening in Sweden? Do you know? Well, they're, they're worried I mean, they're gonna
2: get attacked. But shouldn't everyone? Do you think? Leave?
1: Do you think like Russia has the capacity to
2: do that though? Yeah, of course they have. They just flew in over Sweden yesterday.
1: Yeah, but like they're pretty bogged down in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't really realize how many resources it takes to attack a country.
0: Yeah, but they and the easily... cost of a war too.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but Except... they could easily just shell, like send in a couple missiles to see what happens. Right. See if America does anything. Just bomb Stockholm, see what happens.
1: Why why would they Not do that really though? Why would they risk that? Just
2: mess with Biden. See what Biden's going to do.
0: Now, is that because you guys aren't part of NATO?
2: Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't trigger, trigger NATO's Article 5.
0: Yeah, the
2: defense article. And the thing right. is, he, he knows this. Like, Putin knows this because Biden, he's a non-interventionist uh, historically. Like, he's never voted to go to any type of war ever in his political history.
0: He voted against Iraq? Oh, yeah. 2003? Yep. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, Um, I don't know about that. Yeah, you might need to fact check. Many Democrat lots. Where's that router's fact checker when you need?
2: I'll fact check. I'll fact check. (laughs) But the thing is, he knows that Biden doesn't want to um go into war, so he's gonna try to do everything he can just to like push, like test, set the limit, identify where the the line is, try to figure out. That's a
1: dangerous line to test because crossing the line means world war three and world war three probably means nuclear war i mean i've actually i don't know man like i've been Mm -hmm. i think everyone has just been kind of like doing their own research on this topic lately and that's one that i've been kind of exploring and i i don't know what to think about the possibility of nuclear war i would i would like to think that even someone as crazy as putin would not want that. Like, even if you're at war, even if the two biggest countries with the most powerful militaries are at war, a part of me likes to think that they still wouldn't want nuclear war. They would realize that, okay, if we do this, then it's over for everyone. So a part of me likes to think that they would show at least a little bit of restraint, even (sighs) in a full-blown war.
2: Okay, so here's here's the fact check. Okay, so Biden did vote for the war, uh, but he
0: after claimed that he was against it. Well, He is a politician. He is a politician. Um, I think, yeah, Cody's point, I mean, the mutually assured destruction logic, rationale, I mean, that's kind of what's kept everyone in check. But you start toying with, well, what if you don't have a rational actor in that equation?
1: Yeah, that's the scary part. Then it's, it's like, like accidents. That's then,
0: what well, accidents too. Yeah. yeah. Human folly. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all it takes. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, um, so, yeah, I mean, not to be alarmist or anything, but it's uh, yeah. wild times. I yeah. mean, I wish my Ukrainian was better at the moment. You should so study uh, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky's uh, speeches. I'm, I've been too busy with everything. Such a TikTokified world. He won like Dancing uh. in the Stars in 2006 in Ukraine. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, hey, by the imagine, way, it's like John Stewart being like a uh, rebel leader right now. It's crazy in terms of like yeah. a, a cultural figure doing that.
1: But it's like speaking of this guy, like no matter what your opinions are on ukraine and russia are like you have to admire this guy like he is the captain going down with the ship
0: yeah like, yeah he is yeah.
1: he's standing there he's standing his ground and it's 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 very admirable to see it's like holy crap like this guy is like it's massive balls on this guy <laughs> like
0: well i mean Leading by example, right? If you're 18 to 60 years old in Ukraine right now, male, you're essentially conscripted 100%. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's what's wild, man. Okay, so the previous before Zelensky, there was Petro Poroshenko, the chocolate mogul. Do you guys know what he's worth? No, no, take a guess a lot. How much is he a billionaire? Yes. Why 1.5 billion? He's in the streets right now, like fighting. Like He's reading, leading a wait. Who are you brigade. talking about? The previous president of Ukraine before Zelensky, Petro Poroshenko. He's a chocolate mogul, huh. and he's like leading a brigade. Like, imagine being worth 1.5 billion and fighting for like, this, not giving a shit. This nation, state that's a great idea. Even like, like is... the
1: mayor, the mayor of Kiev, oh, like, yeah. That was, Kuchko, yeah Kuchko. Really cool that was really it was cool exciting. to see like there's a picture of him he's... like on a heavy machine gun and he's just like yeah i'm gonna define he's, he's a, a world, world champion, champion.
2: Like,
0: oh man they, i guess they've got a lot of good leaders there that are willing cultural to figures example. uh the lead singer okean Elzy. i know i've talked about them on this podcast they've been like i went and saw them three times in six months right like oh, that'd be like the equivalent of uh what's a big canadian band like the tragically hip singer like fighting for the country neil like young. all these neil young it'd be like that... drake it'd be like drake out drake. in the <laughs> in the trenches like leading a brigade justin bieber justin, <laughs> bieber, <laughs> justin <laughs> bieber coming up the flank so it's like man it's kind of surreal because you kind of this idea that celebrities would be on some rocket just leaving leaving the place ebbs out of there, but to see like and that's why they, my, the counter argument to me like why are you even mentioning the money like this is for the country, like like patria vida. Beeps would do that. that. But, do that for Canada. I I don't know like it's it's just an interesting argument I guess unless you saw it in another context, but I mean yeah man it's been tough to like because the bombardments are coming in like Kiev what's happening with Kiev right now Kiev. it's very Kiev. moment Kiev. Thank you um like who knows like that's like it'd be insane if like the lead singer of okian lzu was like killed all of a sudden like that's like the biggest national band in ukraine like they have such and pride could in easily like, happen like could easily happen now right and you're more. just like yeah yeah right but then like when icons die when like people with kind of hero status in their own countries so um wild to see very wild to see yeah crazy times i mean the build-up the buildup was always there the last while i remember because our friend lee was that like, luckily he's not being there i'd be a pretty stressed guy if my good friend lee was in the country right now he's in china shout out to lee um it's like man it, it's just crazy to think yeah people you know just in the in the heat of it all so uh, so what's what's lee doing is he coming back to canada after um no his plan is i don't want to say too too much on just yeah, yeah stuff. he does plan to, right. to go back to europe also yeah he's not Ukraine. he probably wants to go back. well no, i can't even say that definitively either but but yeah. but yeah he's watching intently just being adamant about sharing accurate information yeah on the news and everything yeah um but we need,
2: we need more of that
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it, but it's made me think a lot of. For my languages, I mean, there's an article today on the CBC how uh, so the government of Canada is hoping to waive most immigration requirements for yeah, I saw like that. Ukrainian refugees. I saw that.
2: There's, there's a new uh, Ukrainian immigration program.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. And um, tying it back a bit to languages, I mean, sometimes you know you choose your languages for the year and that's what you go with and that's what your goals are but sometimes like the languages come back come roaring back for reasons so for me i just like if i can just get my ukrainian just enough to up to snuff like who knows it'd be i don't know what the whole immigration refugee situation is going to look like but um maybe if there is see, any way to lend a hand i mean that'd be that's how one way i i feel like could be useful see if you can get
2: here see if you can get some uh ukrainian refugees to live in your basement
0: maybe yeah. maybe man hear me on my exercise bike yeah just have them pay you in language oh. uh, classes i remember this was richard Simcott got into this he's like i think he got sick of like oh yeah i'm the guy that speaks 50 languages and stuff He like just got into like, hey, how can I help? Because he was posting a lot for a long time, like refugee, like if these refugees need interpreters, or these humanitarian crises need interpreters. I feel it's like an interesting use of language abilities. Is uh you know, there's a whole polyglot scene and everything. And I like I've yeah, obviously. I love learning languages like for leisurely and stuff. I am well, you, still keeping up with Korean, Cody, as well. You for, use your languages to help people. Ha, use your language to help people. What, what, what does that say. help look like? What does that help look like exactly? Well you just so
2: you bring in your, your uh the Ukrainian brethren.
0: Right. You, they'd help be great. Them,
2: you help them into you help integrate them into yeah. society. Like I know I know, for example, the I mean. Easy German podcast crew. Like one yeah. of their main missions is to help new German settlers for or sure. new Germans settle
0: in Germany. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's that, a could noble mission, that could be you. That could be you for Ukrainian. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably like come not coming from a podcast, but it's like, hey, we need volunteers to show people, yeah, how, to imagine, show people in, how to ride the bus. show people how to ride the bus in Calgary. Saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: yeah, or whatever.
2: Whatever. that's what i'm saying so if you get some ukrainian like maybe you could start like a program there and where you take people new newly arrived ukrainians in canada and you you know you speak a little ukrainian to them be like yeah i remember when i was when i did my little trip to kiev totally and yeah and yeah, yeah, you know no. just like bond with them like be a little friendly because you guys have some stuff in common right like no uh, sorry, you're, man. You're, you're you're part of the ukrainian diaspora
0: yeah, and, and if a Ukrainian like, I, I, comes I, here, if, they're probably if, within stones throw. Of someone. If I was
2: able to make it here to Canada and, and, you know, settle here, then you can do it too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Ukrainians specifically to this region, like, they come in... There's, like, there's been three big waves of Ukrainian immigrants, so... Ukraine, yeah, this, this might, be the, the fourth. Fourth. This might the be the fourth. That's the fourth. But this isn't just to say, like... I think anyone who if you're interested in lending a hand. And so who knows exactly what's going to be needed here. And I mean, this isn't the first like refugee crisis. We had the Syrian refugee crisis not long ago. Um, Historically, Canada had the Vietnamese boat people long ago, like in the seventies. So, I mean, there's precedent, there's precedent. So, but uh, it's, it's terms of like languages it's like, yeah, uh it's like okay it's, what can i do to kind of like focus because well that, that was one of the things i wrote down up the start when i think it's an important topic is like when you can't really do languages as a language learner like when lives get really busy and chaotic like even though that's like a major thing and hobby i think that's like a lot of things polyglots can relate to is when you just can't do the thing yeah so so cody how did you feel last month not being able to do because it's kind of reality sometimes he's like i just can't do it as much as i'd like but i think this is an important topic Mm -hmm.
1: yeah but like i mean for me personally in the last month yeah i i just found myself having very little time to do things because one i had to work so much and then in my free time i had to like take care of various things uh, not only like daily life errands, but also preparing to go uh to go back home to Canada, and um, also just on the weekend like uh, spending time with my girlfriend like that's that takes yeah, a lot man. of time. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You guys know best. Relationships take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I def- I defer to you, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah man. Totally. I I think so I was just what I was trying to do cuz yeah, I was busy too. When I had my holiday I was able to dive more back in, but I found even just a little bit of languages a day, like even if it wasn't much, kind of yeah. kept Like I know we had, it's different types of busies too and stuff, but yeah, like I had to cut out a lot of my like dabble stuff. For a while I'm not saying I don't like dabbling at everybody. I kind of just took refuge in German, Ukrainian, and Korean the last month. And it's been fine. It's been good. So,
2: yeah, I've been, I I've know. been, I've slowed down a little bit, but I'm, I'm coming yeah, back yeah. next week. It's good. Today or this week was a little, I needed a slow week, honestly. Yeah. Um, that's next what I mean, week, though. I'm coming back. I'm coming back hard next
0: week. I think that's just it, though. Like, I, I doubt any like hardcore language learners like, Always hardcore is basically my point, my argument. Yeah, that's right, that's true. Probably because there's life, right? You're coming back home from a different country, yeah, working crazy hours, crazy projects.
2: No, it's it's nuts, it's nuts, it's honestly nuts, guys. It's it's nine o'clock here and I gotta get going because I gotta cut my hair. Yeah,
0: man, this is
2: I don't mind a short
0: little podcast, short little pod today. Coming back, that's fine, okay. For the listener, are you actually cutting all your hair? Or are you just yeah? I'm gonna cut my hair. Like
2: I have a lot of hair here. I have a lot all of, of it.
0: Hair.
2: No, I'm look at me.
0: Oh, you are pretty shaggy. Okay, you're not going bald though. No,
2: I'm gonna. I'm, oh. just, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm, gonna bzz, bzz. I'm gonna do a little. Bzz, bzz. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buzz it off. I'm gonna. Bzz, Cody, what about you? Are you having a? Are you having a hair? Cody, show yeah. Show us. Show oh us God, pretty.
1: yeah. My hair is yep. also like- nasty.
2: Yeah. Nastiness. <laughs>
0: yeah i just got in one the, last in week otherwise i would be in
2: the. no i'm i'm just tired uh, man so every once in a while i get tired and i just cut it off i want to look sharp
0: that's Shirt. That, man. sharp dress man yeah, it's time for a uh change. yeah time for a yeah. change change is good change is good need that um, revolution all right any final thoughts for this little what have we hit on today just little Ukrainas ukraine love ukraine updates, little bit um, of life updates Cody... a little bit of life updates, Cody. Okay, well, this is this might be the goodbye episode from Korea, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is the, the this last is episode the departing episode, episode. Yeah,
0: so oh, what we're not gonna do a pod next week?
1: No, no, Cody's dude, I have in... no time.
0: Cody's and JJ, yeah. Je- yeah, maybe Jeju we'll do a pod, eh? Maybe yeah, we can do a... a little dabble yeah.
2: hour you, and me. you want to do a little there. stream you want to do you and me do a little stream next week you, you, be like those, um, you know what i'm you a big be an fan of
0: th- what not so much the stream well stream's fine stream's fine too but uh, i really like those um uh what are they called They're like those chat rooms in uh in twitter spaces twitter spaces i really like twitter spaces it's like you want to do that yeah if we can figure out how to start one i think it's not that hard yeah. see if uh, Mark language come up Ace somebody awesome. people like there's like hosts and then people just raise their hand and want to mm-hmm. it's like, like like a public forum for yeah next week we'll do a little language learning so we'll play around we might, of, probably uh, won't be an official episode dabble. but we'll get do some uh, social media stuff so yeah. Cody what's what's your final words from Korea though man you're gonna I'm pretty honored I get to pick Cody up from the airport him and his girlfriend when he's back in Canada so yeah. I'm pretty stoked but yeah man any like final reflections final thoughts on oh. <sighs> time in korea
1: it's it's been a wild ride yeah it's been a wild ride it's been quite the adventure um a lot of good memories that i've made here and i've really enjoyed my time yeah and i'm just i'm just looking forward to to going home and starting the new phase of my life
0: totally man yeah yeah no, that's, that's wild. Cool, man. Well, uh Yeah, that's
2: uh so I guess we'll do, we'll do a pod when uh he comes back.
0: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Comes back. We'll figure it out once Cody's back cuz I know you yeah, getting settled. Getting settled is always to be honest, I hate coming back from trips sometimes. I don't like cuz it's hard to relate to people sometimes after a trip. They don't really understand.
1: Try going for a long time, like a year, and then right. Back. And I'm like... saying
0: it sucked after a short while, so I'm only emphasizing the point. Probably, yeah. It is nice to have some time. I find once you get back, I don't want to like just burst out. That's just me. That's just me. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm gonna be taking
1: yeah, a man. bit of time to chill out before I really just get a into
0: smooth life. transition back to. Well you'll see. I'm curious what Cody thinks of Canada after a, a year it's away. Never, man. It's yeah, never, that'll man. be very interesting. Change the gas price. Everyone. It's like I remember when gas was fifty something cents in Edmonton at the start of the pandemic. Now they've put a dollar in front of that. Fifty six. So yeah, 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 yeah. Dollar change. Just like, oh, fifty-six cents? Oh, add a dollar. No, that's better. That's better. Yeah. Say <laughs> vie Max. Say love Say love. Wait.
2: Hello. Oh, no. All right, well, folks. That's that was a good one. And uh, we'll see you again soon enough.
0: See you soon. See you soon. Okay. Don't worry, Bye-bye, truckers. Everyone. Don't worry, truckers. We'll be back. Bye bye. <laughs>